Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. All right, so today I have my first guest on the podcast. We've got Lisa Canto, and she is a fellow coach. And she's here to talk about how she recently made a big change in her career and pivoted from being a bedside care nurse full time to opening her own business. So I'll open it up to you, Lisa, if you could tell us kind of how long you thought about that and if it was a scary decision and kind of how you came to that. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, so I have been a registered nurse for 10 years now. And a couple years ago, I was just feeling really stuck. You know, I was feeling a compassion fatigue at work and I just, I wasn't happy and all of my relationships around me were kind of struggling. And I just, even on my days off, I just, I wasn't happy because I knew I had to go back to this place that I really didn't like. And I had all these idols and heroes and they were doing something that they loved and they were excited to be working and excited to help other people. And I just, I couldn't see that. I couldn't find a way to get there. So I was just feeling really stuck, struggling. And that's when I hired my first life coach. And we, I've been working with a life coach now ever since, and I've had several different ones and I've learned so much from them. I've completely transformed my life. I am transformed my relationships, my career, um, the way, really the way I think. I am just so much more positive and I've gotten rid of all of my, not all of my limiting beliefs, but a lot of the limiting beliefs that were um, keeping me stuck. Um, So I knew that from what I've learned from all of my life coaches and my studies that I could help other women who are also struggling and feeling stuck. And I, now I help women take action and realize that they have a dream and that there is something else out there and I help them go for it. Um, And I just, I'm so happy. I am passionate about the women I help and I am just in love with my days. I really get to design my days now. Um, I have a morning routine, an evening routine, and I get to just make up my day. And it's just, it's so great. I love it. And I just want all of the women to experience that and just realize that it's possible to have a dream and it's possible to get it. That's so awesome. I I love that you feel so much happier now in what you're doing and just the idea that you have taken control. I talk a lot on the podcast episodes about professionals taking control of their career and instead of letting their career steer them, making decisions that are good for them so that they can be the one in control. It can be really scary to make a change, especially that big. Could you share maybe what was most scary about that decision to pivot? I think the most scary thing was 
not having a steady income was coaching when I did quit my job. Um, so I quit kind of without having a lot of clients already. But, you know, I just, I knew that if I stayed in this job and it was just affecting my mentality, I just, I had to get out of there. And I just, I knew that life was perfect, perfect timing. And I just really trust in the fact that life will support me. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I applaud you because it is a brave decision to make that leap and to really make that change, especially so when you don't have a safety net. It's one thing to pivot from one career to another type of career, but then to launch out on your own. I know having done it myself, it is, it is a really scary thing, but it is also so invigorating and, and satisfying when you can make something out of it. Oh, definitely. And every day, you know, I still, I am doing the mindset work every single day around it. Um, I mean, the fears come up all the time and it's just kind of getting your mind back in the right path of what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And just knowing that it will, it's going to happen for me, you know, the positivity, right? So what would you say is the most challenging part about the pivot? The most challenging part is, you know, I think a lot of us all struggle with self-doubt. And I think the most challenging thing is kind of, you know, the thought of, am I going to have to go back to nursing eventually? You know, if, if I don't make it the way I want to. And um, it's that self-doubt of, can I really do it? Um, so again, it's a lot of mindset work and kind of overcoming those fears and going back to, well, where is that self-doubt coming from? When was a time in my life or my childhood where I was also feeling that? And kind of figuring out why my brain developed these thoughts and clearing the thoughts so that I can move forward. I love that. It's so true. Self-doubt is something I feel like we all experience multiple times a day, right? And having the presence of mind to kind of work your way through it and figure out where it's coming from is such an important part of moving past each time it drops a roadblock in your way. I think that's, that's really, really good advice. Um, what would you say is the most rewarding part? Oh, the most rewarding part for sure is helping the women get the results and helping women just live their dream. After I've done, I've even had one session with someone. It's just, it's so fulfilling to see how much they've shifted, even in just one call, and that they see the possibility of their life. And that is, to me, the most rewarding. It's just, it's unbelievable that I can have an impact on someone like that. It truly, truly makes me happy. It's so true. I always talk about how being a coach, sometimes I feel selfish because when my clients are experiencing great things, 
it's almost like you feed off that energy and you get to feel excited too for for just being a witness to that of being a part of what it is that they're they're getting out of it and just feel so happy about them feeling happy oh yeah so when you were doing all of the shifts and the changes from one career to the other, do you think there's anything, if you could go back, that you would do differently or something you could have prepared better for? Or? The only thing that I would have done differently is to quit my nursing job sooner. <laughs> okay. um, like ever since I've quit, I've just done so much in my business and have been extremely happy and fulfilled and if I had known that quitting was the answer I would have done it just so long ago I would have taken the leap of faith um, months and months ago oh my gosh it's it's really is so true because for my clients that are doing career change and, and we move from say one even one field to another or even just from an old job that wasn't really great for you or un unhealthy or maybe stressful moving to another position it's amazing how that so often when you ask them what would you do differently that's what they say is i can't believe it took me this long because we get frozen in that oh my gosh what if what if it doesn't work out what if it's not as good what if it's worse what if all of these horrible what ifs instead of thinking about what if it could be amazing and what if I could be like, oh my gosh, I wish I did this sooner. I'm so glad I did it. It's, uh, it's powerful to flip those what ifs into a, in a what if it could be great. Yes, exactly. So I often talk about repackaging our experience. I work with a lot of professionals that are trying to make career changes in midway through their career or later on. And we often talk about ways that we can take our previous experience and repackage it to basically apply for a different job or maybe something a little outside their lane or career adjacent so that they can try something new and see if that will be more fulfilling. Can you talk maybe a little bit about how your experience as a nurse, I mean, as a caregiver, someone who's caring and nurturing, I'm sure it really comes into play, but can you talk about how you kind of repackage that and now you're getting to leverage that in a different way? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, a lot of clients see that I'm a nurse and they're like, oh, well, you are gonna help me with health, right? And I'm like, yeah, of course I can help you with health. Um, you know, and healthy habits. I think that's something I'm really great at is habits, um, creating um, a lifestyle that is healthy and preventing you from, um, you know, any diseases that can come down the road. Um, but it's funny that I specialize in mindset, which um, I don't really, in my nursing practice, I try to keep my patients in a good mindset, um, but it's, it's sometimes often missed. I think in bedside care specifically. Um, but I think that I have an all holistic approach to working with my clients that nursing has been able to give to me. That's, that's really, that's wonderful. I, it, I mean, it, it's such a, a great skill to have, even just in the patients and care and, and, and the things that, I mean, my experiences with nurses. My brother's a nurse and it's just amazing how 
they're just such patient people. I, I would love to be able to help people in that way, but I, I don't know that I have that kind of patience. And I think that it really takes a, a, a very giving heart to be able to do that. Many of my listeners are frustrated in their career. They deal with stress in trying to find a job, particularly now with all that's going on with this COVID stuff. Other times they've been looking for jobs, they deal with things like difficult bosses or challenges with their teams or their employees. Are there little things that you could suggest that they might consider incorporating into their day-to-day to help them and make sure that they are keeping an eye on their health and wellness? We talk about what work-life balance all the time, but I feel like there's so many other things they could do to, to keep that presence of mind that you're talking so much about. Yeah, there's so much. Um, I recommend journaling um, every day and just going through even your daily practice, just being grateful, being grateful for um, like everything, you know, even the dirty dishes in the sink, you know, I'm so grateful for these dirty dishes because I've eaten well today and I have the opportunity to clean, you know, and it's just like being so mindful um, of what you're doing too. So what I find is sometimes I'm attached to a feeling and I'll stop and I'll say, oh, what am I feeling right now? It doesn't feel good. And I'll think, okay, what am I thinking? What are the thoughts I'm believing? And so just being more mindful during your day and kind of just seeing um, what you're thinking and Also, what I like to do is in the morning, I have a belief plan. So these are the beliefs. I write them out every day. These are the beliefs that I want to believe today um, to, you know, propel me in my my day-to-day. So um, I'll give you an example. Like, I believe my intuition is guiding me to ask the best questions to my clients. Um, And what else? Oh, self-care for sure. Um, taking the time to just do something completely for yourself, take a bath, um, go for a walk, get outside, just sit and enjoy. Even if you watch an episode of TV, that's fine. As long as you're intentionally saying, you know, I'm going to take this time for myself. Um, So yeah, really just um, being aware, I think also of your day to day, right? Absolutely. I I love what you said there about belief in your intuition. I think that so many times you hear the phrase, you go with your gut, but many of us are so afraid of what our gut tells us and whether or not it's true or whether or not we should listen to it. And I think it's such a, such a powerful thing to believe that your intuition and your gut is talking to you for a reason. If it's telling you that this is not a good situation, look to make changes. If it's telling you this is a good thing to try, you should try, right? I think it's having the presence of mind to think about those beliefs and then really trust them, trust yourself is is powerful. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of times we uh, go with our mind as opposed to going with that gut feeling. And I have found that when I have a, like, have you ever had a gut feeling about something and you didn't listen to it and you listened to your mind and then it ended up being a bad idea or like the, the result 
didn't work out and you're like, oh, you know, I had a feeling about it. That's your intuition. That's the feeling that we need to listen to. And I think that um, everyone is so caught up and we don't often find time to listen to it. it. Sometimes it will show up and you don't even realize it because we're just speeding around with our everyday life. It's so true. It's so true. And sometimes when we go to our mind, it's like you could spend days just spinning and overthinking and overthinking and overthinking and, and instead of just going with the flow, going with what your, your, your gut and your intuition is telling you. I know I personally have wasted a whole lot of time overthinking so many things. Yeah, definitely. So this is this is awesome. This is great information. And I'm super excited because I was looking at your, your new Restyle Your Lifestyle that you've got going on now. Why don't you tell our listeners about what you have been up to? Yeah, so I am launching a new 90-day coaching program. It's one-on-one coaching once a week. And we kind of redo your whole lifestyle. So it's creating a vision for your life. And it's creating goals that are realistic steps toward your dream life. And it's identifying patterns that you have that have been keeping you stuck. Um, I question all of your negative thoughts. And we create a positive mindset together. And we clear the limiting beliefs around money, around self-doubt. We have so many limiting beliefs that sometimes we don't even realize because we're believing they're true. And once we start to question them, you'll get to see that they aren't true. And everything that you actually wanted is on the other side. Um, And so also we dive into your personality type and see how that affects as strengths and struggles in your daily life. Um, And we just ultimately create a lifestyle that has you excited and happy to wake up in the morning. Um, And it's been, it's, I'm so excited for it. Um, I have a, a part where we talk to your future self and have your future self give you some advice. Um, It's going to be really fun. And I think it'll be life changing for so many women. I love that. Talk to your future self. I'd love to know what my future self has to say. (laughs) I'm sure you'd slap (laughs) me around on several areas. (laughs) Oh, that's, it sounds really, really great, especially with what's going on right now. I mean, anytime uh, it's a great opportunity, but I think with so many people, number one home and having the time, I mean, 90 days is, 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 present right now that we have extra time to really devote to trying to figure out how to make ourselves a little bit more healthy, a little bit more happy, a little bit more whole. I think it's such a, a, a great time. Plus there's so much added stress. There's so much added worry and, and weight that everybody's carrying around on their shoulders. It's really, really timely. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is the perfect time uh, for us to check in with ourselves. And I've been thinking of this whole quarantine and isolation as just a time to look inward and self-reflect. And, you know, what do you, do you want to start and do things differently when the world opens back up? It's really just taking the time right now and figuring yourself out, I think. Definitely, definitely. 
So I'll make sure that I put um, information on my website and it'll be on my social media for this stuff too. But how do they find you if they want to just reach out to you on their own? Where should they look for you? Yeah, so you can check out my website. It's www.lisaconto.com. And my Instagram is lisa.conto. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. And I'll, like I said, I'll make sure that in the, the Lisa's name, full name will be spelled out in the title of this podcast episode. So you won't have to worry about making sure you get the spelling right. I know I mess up my spelling, so it'll be in there <laughs> and <laughs> you can check out her restyle your lifestyle. Yeah. And I'm offering all of your listeners a discount on the program. Um, so if they mention the podcast, um, they'll get a discount. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. See that? So mention the podcast and you can get a discount and start looking inward. Like you said, I, I really like the way that is. We're stuck inside anyway. Might as well do a little bit of self-evaluation and self-improvement and come out happier on the other end. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. Hopefully the audio comes out really good. Like I said, this is our first live guest that I've had on the podcast. I'm super excited. I've been promising my listeners that I was going to bring on guests this year. So I really appreciate you agreeing to come and talk to them today because I think you brought them some really, really good pointers and tips and things to consider, plus your offer to give them a discount. I really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Anytime, anytime. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.